you know, you look back on Tuesday's market, it was just ugly. They were selling everything in sight, and there was this one green oasis standing out there. Irving-based Nextar Media came with numbers and told the analysts something they liked, and the stock just shot up. It's now up over 25% for the year. Perry Sook's the chairman and the CEO of the largest television, and in the largest television station owner and operator in the United States of America, and he joined us right now. It's good to have you with us. David, thanks for having me. I, it, but usually Wall Street's all about the future. I figure you guys would have had a good year last year with all the elections and all your television stations were probably running nonstop advertisements for politicians. Well, it was a record quarter and obviously a record year for us. We did over a billion three in net revenue in the quarter and four and a half billion for the year. Both were all time highs and uh and and in in line in fact ahead of analyst expectations what i think caught investors attention was our uh guidance for 2122 which we give on a free cash flow basis um and that i think was about a hundred million dollars ahead of consensus expectations i think that's what captured the investors attention and we hope we'll hold the investors but but what so that's what i know like i say last year i could understand maybe i except you know if we could forget about COVID-19 for a minute, but but I could understand in a political year, what's the driver for 2021 going forward? Well, I think, first of all, you know, when you look at beginning in March, we started to have cancellations of advertisers last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously, second quarter, our, our core advertising revenue, which is about half of our total revenue, you know, was down you know, as much as 40 percent. So you know, I think, you know, looking at a more normalized year, and I'm, I'm glad to report that, you know, we're already ahead of our budgets for January and February on core advertising revenue and digital advertising revenue. We budgeted conservatively, but uh, we're ahead of those numbers, which were all embedded in our guidance. So I think the thing that people may lose track of was our first year owning the Tribune acquisition, the stations that we acquired there, WGN America, the cable network, was kind of overshadowed by the pandemic, but we were able to create substantial synergies, both on the revenue and the expense side, by kind of operating the next star playbook on our new acquisitions, and that was somewhat overshadowed by the COVID uh, uh, occurrence, and, and we'll have uh, that in our history, but you know now people will get to see the, uh, the um, uh, cash flow and free cash flow generating power of our platform uh, without, hopefully, more extraneous events. Well, and, and the digital aspect of this, thats does that take some of the cyclicality out of your business? Well, that does uh, to a certain extent. And also uh, because we acquired, acquired a company called Best Reviews, which does consumer reviews. And then obviously pe- if people purchase as a result of that article, the company gets a, you know, a piece of the sale. So that's less tied to advertising. But our distribution fee revenue, which is what the cable and satellite companies pay us for the right to carry our, our channels, is contractual, and that's not cyclical. And also, we right. own 31.3% uh, of the food network, and that largest distribution of profit comes in the first quarter after the close of their fiscal year at year end. And so that, that in and of itself helps to uh, even out some of the seasonality, as you know, in an ad-supported business like radio or TV. The first quarter of the year is usually the smallest quarter of the year from a revenue perspective we watched with great anticipation and then great interest as you rolled out this this great experiment this national uh news program on wgn one without bias which is certainly unique 
nowadays. Uh, you've been running it long enough. What, what, what are your observations? How's it doing? Well, it's, uh, we, we have proof of concept that we can stand up and operate a national newscast, uh, you know, on, on a basic cable network and, um, and, and do it well. And I, I would caution everybody to, to just remember that the baby will turn six months old on Monday. So it hasn't really learned how to walk yet. And, and we're obviously learning as we go. But from, you know, we're also rebranding the, uh, WG in America as News Nation, so the channel will be known as News Nation. We think that will help with awareness and help eliminate viewer confusion about what is this and where I can find it. But we're also expanding our programming on our six-month anniversary, so we'll be adding additional hours to our evening broadcast starting at 6 p.m. and ending at 11 rather than just the three-hour broadcast from uh, uh, 7 to 10. So we're uh, we're excited about that, and there'll be another expansion later in the year, and, and we're all in on on the on the concept and again advertisers pay a uh, a higher uh higher rate for uh ads that run in our news programming than they do in our syndicated rerun programming and so that that concept has proved and it has helped us to establish and grow our distribution revenue and distribution of wgn america because we're now on eight and a half million uh, OTT subs or the virtual MVPDs, the streamers that uh, we had no access to as a channel that just ran uh, exclusively reruns. So I'd say we're, we're you know, I, I've made a career out of being often pleased but never satisfied, and I think that's right where we are. <laughs> it's, it's just such a crowded field out there. It's so intimidating to, to pick up a, a cable, you know, box and try to find something. There's How do you... How do you get visibility? How do you promote yourself? And especially when you can't say, you know, tune to channel 232 on your cable system because there's no uniformity. Well, that, that's true. I think what we're trying to do is raise awareness of the channel itself. And uh, the one ace in the hole that we have, not only from the depth and breadth of coverage, but, you know, we have 5,400 journalists outside of the couple hundred we've hired in Chicago to staff this news channel. And they're, they're spread out all over the country. So we have access to stories. I tell people we, we can have a reporter on the scene before, you know, uh, another network charters a plane to, to fly their correspondent in. So we have that street-level exposure and, and coverage, but we also have the ability to use our 198 TV stations to promote this yes. channel every day, seven days a week, and they are doing that and will continue to do that. And so that gives us an inherent advantage over having to buy all of that time uh, in the open marketplace. So I think long-term, uh, you know, we're right where we want to be and, 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 and obviously growing into what we, we envision that we can be with this channel. And that's, again, taking a, an asset of the company, pivot, pivoting it, and, and, and obviously to try and create more, more value for the company and therefore its shareholders. You know, that, it, one of the, it's one of the things we talked about when this was just starting up or when you were, it was about to start up. Is is the talent pool? I I can just imagine every street reporter in Tallahassee fighting for a chance to get up on the network and get their best work and their best story out there into a, to, for a national audience. Have you found any stars out there? 
Well, as we said, we're we're not going to hire stars because uh, we don't have the budget. No, you that, you uh, you but, make them from some of your but affiliates. We're make stars, and and nobody that is on Fox News or MSNBC or even the the broadcast networks was a star when they started their career. They they through their performance uh, turned into that. Uh, you know, it was interesting. You know, we had 130 jobs we were hiring for originally in front of the camera. And, and in the production ranks, and we had several thousand applicants, just as you said, and so our team was able to pick and choose some of the best of the best from not only local markets, but there are folks that networks uh, that may not like, you know, the direction their network is going, whether it's broadcast or cable, or, you know, there have been some downsizing, and so we've, we've been able to add in a healthy dollop of, of folks with network experience, either cable or broadcast, to the team. And so I think people like the mission and the destination that this is absent bias, trying to appeal to the heartland of the country and not just the coasts. And, and we think that's a big niche and, and it may be the largest niche. And we just have to execute to the best of our ability to capture their attention. I, I know you're always going to be tweaking and fine tuning and, and layering, but, but on the macro sense, are you right sized now? You've got Last count I have is 197 stations and 115 markets. Is that is that enough? <laughs> well, we're uh, we're we're now actually uh, under the umbrella is 198 stations and 116 markets. And yeah, <laughs> Nextar, uh, unless the rules change, Nextar is not going to be able to make uh, you know scale acquisitions. There could be some you know tuck-ins along the way. But um, and that's why we've turned our attention to you know the highest and best use of the assets we own and and the, and the pivot for WGN America and 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 obviously running our playbook on the Tribune uh, stations that we acquired and and help you know those growth opportunities. I'm very proud of the fact that during the pandemic we didn't lay anybody off, didn't ask anybody to take a salary cut, and because uh, we needed to provide that uninterrupted service to our communities and. My hope is the return on that investment will be realized, you know, now and and two years from now in the future when when people remember that we uh, that we stayed full force and and hopefully employees remember that, you know, uh, one of the things they might want to ask a prospective employer is how did you treat your employees during the pandemic? And I think we'll have a good report card in that regard. And last, I, I, I would guess you would benefit from the what the marketplace is calling the reopening play, maybe the second half of the year, you're vaccinated, you've got movie theaters back open and running again, retailers and malls, and they'll have to get the word out. I would guess they'd be using your stations. Well, that's that's what we hope. We're open for business, and so uh, you know we hope we can participate as communities continue to uh, to to get back to uh, uh, a sense of normal or or new normal or whatever you want to call it. But I think you know not only does our content provide a service, but our advertising services can help those businesses uh, uh, announce their intentions on a going forward basis. So yeah, we hope to participate as uh, as as markets continue to reopen. Well, congratulations on a great quarter and a and a great year and. As I've told you before, it's been it's it's always fun to watch you grow and see what you've got up your sleeve next. Barry Sooks, the chairman and CEO and and father of Nextar Media Group. It's good to have you with us. Thank you. Thanks very much, David. All the best. Thanks for more of our conversation with Mr. Sook. Go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.